0: Hello and welcome to Salary Capped. I'm Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the show. Our guest today is Ben Weiss. He's the founder and CEO of ZCroot. Ben, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me, Tyler.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So we're going to dive into what ZCroot is, what you guys do, how it's changing the game in terms of, uh, of recruiting and uh, information aggregation and things along those lines. Um, so I'm really excited about this conversation today, Ben. But so first and foremost, let's just start off. Tell me about ZCroot and what it is.
1: Yeah, so Crew, we're the place that over 75 D1 football programs use to find recruits and access comprehensive and trusted uh, recruiting information. So if a program is looking for any information on a kid's height, weight, measurable stat scores, combine results, academics, film, video offers, visits, Twitter interactions, track and field times, news articles, you name it, uh, where they're going to go to Crew to find it. And along with that, Uh, We're aggregating data from 10 to 12 different data sources that are out there, putting that all into one streamlined platform, and then having a really sleek uh, interface that allows coaches to dig up and surface the right players for their school at the earliest possible time. So uh, we just make the process of one, discovering players a whole lot easier in the recruiting process, and then two, just getting getting detailed information on those recruits uh, while at it.
0: So, what are the data sources that you're all, that you're pulling together? Is it uh, you know other websites like uh, like Rivals or something like that, or are you getting uh, other data from other sources as well?
1: Yeah, so we're pulling in a lot of uh, information from those publicly accessible sources like the 247 Sports and the Rivals.com. We also have unique partnerships with camp and combine providers that are out there. So, as a result of that, we have verified uh, camp and combine information. Uh, heights, weights, and, and 40 times, things like that. We also have exclusive access to some video content from camps and combines as well that coaches really enjoy uh, and help a lot in the recruiting process to just give that extra label, level of, uh, of touch and feel in the recruiting process. And then beyond that, we have partnerships with boots on the ground scouts, other third-party data providers that we we work with as well that allows us to to bring all this data from uh all the sorts of different you know areas and corners of the world all sorts of different uh different types parts of the recruiting process so things that that are special specialized in sources that specialize in academics or in combine results or in offer data or in twitter information or film or whatever it is we're able to kind of bring all that into one place so coaches instead of having 12 tabs open on their computer trying to sift through and and you know uh Juggle through what what you know information is out there. We're putting it all in, in one place and showing them really the, the source of truth on on a, a recruiting their recruiting process, regardless of what data they're looking for.
0: That's really interesting. You know, one of the things that that strikes me is that you also have their the social media channels uh, integrated into that as well, kind of providing that holistic picture of who a recruit is, not just what goes on on the field and not just highlights or not just measurables, but also, you know, who is this person in terms of what they do on social media and that sort of thing, which matters more and more these days, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah, social is so, so big. And it's also, yeah, you know, what the kids are posting, what the recruits are posting is a big deal, but it's almost this kind of uh, earlier channel of seeing, you know, who's uh, a legit player and who other schools are on, you know, the really the the kind of uh, stream of, of how uh, the recruiting process works is kids get discovered and if they're somewhat liked by a school that the school will follow them on Twitter and then if the school likes them more from there they'll extend a scholarship offer so if you want to get on those recruits you know that you know are being discovered or found uh, at the earliest stages of the recruiting process well if you can see, you know, who your rivals are following on Twitter and, and do things like that. It's a way for you to, to, you know, surface players way earlier that you otherwise might, you know, might not be able to surface for, you know, uh, a, a way longer time when those offers are made uh, more more accessible there. So, you know, that's one thing. And then two, later on in the recruiting process, uh, the kids that the recruits that are uh, the schools that kids engage most frequently with on Twitter tend to be the the schools where, they're just more interested in those schools. So if we can, if you can help, you know, show coach, hey, this uh, this recruit is engaging a lot with your school and not as much with your rivals. Well, that's a, a really great indicator that you've got a strong chance of getting that kid to commit to your school. And on the flip side, if a kid is really not engaging all that much with your with your school and with your program, but engaging a lot with a couple of your rivals or competitors, that might be a sign that you know, it might be worth you guys moving on and then moving on to the next player that's on your board um, and, and not spending as much time there. So, you know, uh, recruits use... Uh, re- yeah, Twitter uh, is a really interesting part of the recruiting process where it's a really great avenue for recruits to, to go out and, and get a whole lot of exposure and promote themselves in a really really high-quality way and in a, in a far-reaching way. And along with that, we're able to, on the z side, really distill the data and information out there from Twitter and from social. Help schools surface and discover players that you know are right for their school, Uh, and also to find out way more data information that helps them in their uh, physical recruiting of the of the player to see hey, whether or not they are allocating their time and resources on the right recruits and and spend their time in effective ways in the recruiting process.
0: Absolutely. No, that that, that makes a lot of sense. It creates some efficiencies there for coaches that I think probably didn't exist beforehand. So that's, that's a really incredible tool and a really incredible way to look at it. Um, Now, obviously 2020 has kind of thrown everybody for a loop. How has uh, COVID-19 and the effects of it really uh, impacted the recruiting world?
1: Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, made some really made for some wild changes in the recruiting world Uh, and and there are really kind of two areas where where recruiting's changed one in the the physical uh evaluation side of recruiting is you know uh are players able to get the the footage and and the content um you know good enough for them to be able to um to, to really like market and present themselves well to to coaches um you know, with, you know, first and foremost, all these camps and combines being canceled uh, it, because of COVID, a lot of kids that might have otherwise gotten great exposure and, and been discovered by schools had these opportunities shut out. Um, and, and as a result, coaches have just way less data and information to go off of now uh, in the recruiting process than they have had in, in previous years. So, what that's likely going to, you know, lead to is a lot of, you know, maybe lower quality recruits uh, winding up at, at top programs just because. Schools had to take a flyer on them because they just didn't really have, uh, you know, they, they just had to take more of a, a guess and, and wound up taking lower quality kids at those, uh, those schools. And the flip side, a lot of high quality kids that maybe uh, had they camped at places or had more, you know, video or footage on them uh, would have been able to, to play at, at the, the power five level or at a higher level. Um, but wound up just not not being able to, to get that exposure and wind up at a, at a lower level. So I think you're going to see uh, a lot more parity across the board in college football where, you know, beforehand, you know, a Power 5 player is a Power 5 player, maybe an FCS player is an FCS player. You know, I think you're going to see, uh, you know, with a lot of these, these uh, evaluation data points um, on both, like, you know, film and, and footage there, but also on just measurables, times, things like that all being shut out, that, uh, you know, you're going to have, yeah, a lot more just parity across the board at these levels. Uh, and then the second, you know, really interesting thing about it is, you know, the whole concept of of the recruiting element. So you've got the evaluation element of, are these recruits being, you know, discovered and evaluated? And then there's the recruiting element or the wooing element. And, you know, one of the most important things about recruiting and and actually wooing a player to come to your school is meeting them in person, shaking their hand, and and giving them, you know, visit or multiple visits of your your campus, your facilities,
0: Mm -hmm. um,
1: stadium, things like that. And, And with that being thrown out the door, You've got this world where, you know, everyone's trying to recruit over Zoom, everyone's doing, you know, virtual visits or, you know, they're they're talking to coaches over Zoom rather than, you know, actually talking to them face-to-face or meeting in person. So you've got, you know, a whole lot of recruits that are are committing to school sight unseen, Uh, so maybe there's less of an understanding of whether or not that school is an actual good fit for them or recruits just going and and jumping and taking, you know, uh, the best offer they have on the table just to make sure they have something reserved in this kind of really crazy time. And I think what you're seeing here is is some crazy changes to the world of of recruiting. Probably a lot of kids are going to stay closer to home than they otherwise uh, may have had they been able to, you know, really explore more and and travel to more schools and and explore, uh, yeah, just explore more there. But I ultimately think what will wind up happening is a lot of kids, one, just, you know, along with being at schools that maybe are, are not the right level for them, um, you know, FCS kids playing at Power 5 schools and vice versa, you're going to see a lot of kids wind up at schools that are probably not the right just fits for them. And you're probably going to see transfers increase a lot, um, you know, after this year as well, where kids wind up saying, you know what, um, I wasn't able to visit campus. I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. Uh, I, I made a decision with less data on my end than I otherwise would have. And you know i'm going to look to to kind of move uh move to a different place in, in some way shape or form as well so uh you've got these like really just interesting factors going on in the recruiting area and the recruiting lens that that just make uh make it a whole lot harder for, for you know coaches and recruiters to do their job and for recruits to make the right decisions and you know what we're just trying to do is, is give uh is arm recruiters and coaches with as much data and information uh as possible so they can you know, make the right decisions in the recruiting process and, and get the best recruiting classes they can and in the you know, easiest possible way. But it's, it's certainly uh, kind of thrown a huge wrench into the recruiting process and really changed the game in, in, in almost every way imaginable.
0: Yeah. It, it, well, and to that end, I, I almost wonder if Z-Crew can't be a, um, a a way to make sure that certain players don't fall through the cracks, right? Like you might have yeah. uh, a, a number of schools that that aren't playing this fall. You know, maybe high schools aren't aren't taking place. Um, but if if you're able to have these kind, this kind of data, these kind of stats on a player uh, from their junior year, then maybe they maybe you project them forward a little bit, kind of like what you're mentioning or, or something along those lines. But maybe it helps keep some players from falling through the cracks that otherwise might have
1: yeah i would say the one thing that's interesting about you know this this go around of recruiting as well is there is certainly no uh no shortage of time that that recruiters have had to surface and dig up players right they are really just spending all their time in front of a computer screen uh spending their time at home and they're at a point where you know if there was a recruit out there they've probably watched you watched him you know there are very few kids that will go unwatched or unlooked at on the z recruit side we make it very easy for coaches to filter through and, and run really advanced filters. So you can filter by, Hey, show me all players that are have run a 40 yard dash uh, faster than a 4.5 verified or all players that run, you know, a hundred meter dash in, in track and field faster than 11 flat mm-hmm. or show me all players that, you know, have an offer from at least one division one football program or show me all players that are at least, you know they are offensive linemen that are at least 6 foot 5 they are five so there are just endless queries that the coaches are being uh, the, the coaches are running to try and dig up and surface whatever names they can so if there are names out there they're they're going to be watched they're going to be checked out by by schools the big uh, frustrating part of it is the kids that are developing from their junior to senior year or, you know, who were hurt or who have new, new data, new information, new skills they've picked up, have, have grown a couple of inches. Having all that, those camps, those combines wiped, film being wiped in such an important developmental time for these kids, uh, it was really hard and definitely means that, yeah, those kids that, that maybe have the best, you know, sophomore film or the best junior film, well they might not be the ones that, you know, develop into the best senior football players or, you know, juniors or whatever it is, uh, based on the recruiting class and, and having that that gap of information and the gap of just being able to, you know, uh, see people in person, see if you know the the kid who says he's six five is really six five. You know, all of those are just going to lead to a lot more flyers being taken in this recruiting process than otherwise would be. Uh, and it's it's pretty crazy, you know. It really in the recruiting process, someone can have all the the film and footage in the world, but it could be that half inch you know, where he listed himself as 6'5", as but he came to a campus and measured in at 6'4", uh, or 6'4 and a half. That really could be the difference between a school extending that scholarship offer and not. And when they're not able to do their due diligence in that way, um, it, it's uh, it's really, you know, we're talking Division one football players. You know, there are a lot of high-quality, talented football players out there, and the margins between a player that winds up playing at, you know, Alabama versus one that plays at Southern Alabama versus one that plays at, you know, um, you know, Stanford, you know, all the way down, it's not that large of a gap, you know, when, when we're talking about a D, D1 football player. And and sometimes it is, you know, that the difference between that, you know, verified inch or, you know, that, that camp performance, that can really be the difference. And um, yeah, just having, you know, I think there there's certainly kids will, will have their eyeballs on them uh, in ways that, you know, probably never before they would have had, but uh, not being able to kind of, you um, show them, themselves off in, in these different ways over the course of 8, 9, 10, however many months it's going to be, uh, it, it's definitely going to lead to some really interesting ramifications in, in the recruiting world.
0: Definitely, definitely. Now, Ben, you guys just operate right now in football, but you, you plan to expand to, to other sports at some point in the future, right? So tell me a little bit about that and, and branching out from football into, uh, into some of the other sports.
1: Yeah, so we're currently in the lab right now working to expand from the world of D1 football into all sports and all divisions here. So uh, at the end of the day, you know, over the last five years of doing this, we've learned a lot from the football world. And I think we have a model that will work pretty well when it comes to figuring out what data is out there, aggregating it, putting it into one place, um, and then helping coaches just sift through and discover players, discover data and information. The recruiting process is really tough. It's really broken. It's really difficult. Uh, right now, for uh, for coaches across the board, and um, I, I think we can do something that, to make that process a whole lot more more easy and efficient uh, for coaches. So, yeah, we're in the lab right now. We're hoping to get something out and launched. Uh, you know, in, in 2021, uh, that can take us from from beyond that world of, of football and, and take us to all sports, all divisions here. So, uh, execution is is definitely something that uh you know I'm, I'm a little anxious about until we've got something out there into the world uh, to really be able to. Uh, to tout and, and to show, but I'm really optimistic that, uh, you know, we're going to be able to make a, a really big difference here and, and push something out that, that is going to be a really uh, exciting and, and big-time product to help a lot of coaches out and, and help kids get, uh, get discovered in a way easier way as well.
0: Definitely, definitely. Ben Weiss, founder and CEO of Z Group. Ben, thank you so much for taking some time to talk to us here on Salary Caps.
1: <laughs> Thanks for having me, Tower. I appreciate it.